this shit. It ain't no big fucking deal. No big fucking deal. Okay, 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 okay. Here we fucking go. Off that, I'm gonna race that. Here we go. Oh, you already pressed start? Yeah, I pressed start, fam. You said I was gonna press start. And then I said, fuck that. I'll press start and we'll just edit it. So we haven't technically started the podcast. We're why, just recording. Why, why did you get all like mean and stuff? Like, huh? Why you gotta Why you gotta start cussing at me this early on in the podcast? It dude? is pretty. The podcast hasn't officially started yet. I mean, because I've been cursing. Welcome to the Sack Vibes Z. I already started it. You press start. I start the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Sack Vibes Podcast, baby. Welcome to Sack Vibes. This is episode ten. We finally hit the double digits. Baby, we out here. I know, we out here. We are out here. How you doing, Wes? I'm doing good. I'm in a sling, but I'm good. I can't complain. Life is good. Yeah, you are fucked up. And and we have a June co- 23rd. Oh, oh we, we got, got a co-host. Oh, yeah. June, we got June 23rd. 23rd coming up. We got June 23rd, people who don't. We got the summer solstice. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. It's not the summer solstice. The summer solstice is two days before. This is the Saturday solstice. This is the Saturday solstice to commemorate the summer solstice, meaning it's going to be hot AF if you don't know Sacramento. It's going to be hot. But we, you're allowed to go indoors, so it's okay. But uh, everything, everything is popping. It's going to be outdoor. We're going to have water and everything for free. Uh, any other drinks besides that, donate to the cause, please. Donate to the cause. And then our co-host, people recognize our co-host. We had him as a guest on episode four or five. I ain't keeping track. Um, Nico is here joining us today. How's it going, guys? Yeah, it's good, yeah, good. It's... How you doing? How's your summer break going so far? It's been good. It's been a relief. I've been wanting the summer to come so I can start making more music. And, you know, after that, I have one more year, and then I graduate double. A a a a. So, we don't have a guest this week. You know, which is totally fine. It's kind of cool, you know? It's like a, it's a different atmosphere. Yeah, because we really... We started off the first two just... Me and Najee just talking about stuff that was on our mind and everything. And it's nice to actually, like, basically go back to that because, yeah, man, there's been so much going on. And we've just been interviewing people like they have something to say. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> all, all, all of our guests have been awesome. We can't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, one bit. They've been great human awesome. beings. Yeah. And, and, and the guests that we have lined up is... It's pretty solid, too. I don't even know who we have lined up. I know. It's a big secret. I'm going to start telling you guys. We have... I'm, I'll, t- I'll, I'll let you know. I forgot to tell you that we that I booked a, a, a cool-sized artist. cool size? Like, like we- I like, feel like weirdo size. Like, like 150? 165? 160? Like, probably like 250 pounds. 250? Like, we're going to need a second couch. Because I can't sit on the same couch. Or that's fucked up. Over making up, making making fun of fake guests we don't even have. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's a plank of wood. It's it's whatever. It's whatever. Any, is it like a beefy two fifty? It's like, like a beefy two fifty. Like, like, like a very like toned. Like he would probably pick you up and throw you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this this right. fake a fictitious guest that we'll we'll have on three weeks. So this <laughs> it's been pretty damn busy as far as hip hop related. If anybody, unless you've been under a rock or you're just like. I don't even want to get into stereotypes I mean, right now. What oh, kind of person that wouldn't know that? Well, real quick, like not not only the past week, I, would, I want to say the past like two months in general since the last time we actually like, sat down and talked about the hip hop music scene. There's been a lot of good music coming out, a lot of just uh, significant music coming out, a lot of culturally cultural culturally relevant music. Yeah, and then we got some beef. Yeah, then we got some beef. 
And um, I feel like I'm kind of talked. I feel like I'm kind of talked out of it, man, because we talked a hell about it yesterday. And I listened to the Joe Budden podcast this oh, morning. Oh, you knew that was coming. <laughs> they talked about it for like 85 minutes. They talk, They started from Exodus, the um, the song, the Pusha T song, the Exodus that dropped like two years ago. Started with that, mm. and then they went to the the Drake song, broke that song down like few, like line by line, and then during the podcast, the Pusha T album, the Pusha T came out. This came out during their podcast. Which one? Infrared or the the um, the Adidon. Oh my god! And so that was like. I don't even have nothing extra. Like, if anybody wants to know about the, just just go listen to their podcast. Like, I just, but that kind of did raise a good question. I feel like, how important is beef in hip hop and culture? Because eighteen, because this is the only culture that, um, and I feel like heart partly goes into because this is the culture where it's like because we talk about um, our real lives so much, or a lot of artists do that when you're not doing that, it's kind of like man. You kind of get shit on, which I think respectively, respectively, like in country music, I don't listen to country music, but from what I've heard, there's country artists that, you know, don't have tractors, you know, don't live in the country, but still make country music. It's tradition. It's yeah. It's tradition in that type of music. Yeah, it's, but, just, it's just tradition that you talk about that. But if hip hop, if you came into hip hop talking about drugs, and if you're from the suburbs, you getting shit on. I mean... I mean, it's, I mean, it's different. I mean, you're still gonna get called out, but in a different way. Yeah, but not in a not in a country song. I'm not. There's no country artist that's gonna go into a studio and write a country song about another country artist. I want to uh, do some research on that. Okay, well, yeah, it might happen, but it's not like as big as their culture as yeah. in hip hop culture. Yeah, like this. Like, yeah. Like it's not something huge. Like I don't even. What are like two country artists that I know? Like Florida Georgia Line, people will get mad if you call the Florida Georgia Line a country artist. I'm oh just my God. I went to a show. It's a country show. Anybody who getting upset needs to check their genre because that's a that's not music. real country. Oh, <laughs> then what what box do they want to put it in? Uh, stadium country. Stadium country. Country yeah. pop, most yeah, likely. Country pop. Country pop. Pop bro, country. Bro, country the whole country pop. genre is ha- having a problem. Just like. Trying to just like hip hop, dude. Like where maybe it, they should start beefing with each other. Yes, <laughs> that might that might make things easier. Attractor than you? It, no, no, no. That's being very stereotypical, my man. What people are doing is they're calling out like these like new artists and stuff. They're not doing it in songs and stuff and like diss tracks. I think it's very hard to write a country song diss track. But what people are doing, being like, yeah, no, like I'm not working with this person. I don't like what they stand for in our genre and stuff. Because there are people who, because there are great lyricists, great songwriters, great music that have come out of country music, oh, especially yeah. back in the day. Yeah. But now it's kind of evolved to like what some mainstream hip hop is. As, uh, but we still claim it as hip hop. Yeah, no, they still claim it as country. But they, they know it's country, but it's not real country. Like it isn't like, like real hip hop, you know? Yeah, but I guess I guess I, I kind of go to the thing thing that was hip hop. It's like people aren't considering it real hip hop, but it's like why not? What, what are what are, what are we not considering real hip hop? People don't consider like you know like the mumble rap, you know like the little pumps. The, I, I people think, don't consider that like hip hop. Feel me? Like, I but think, it's mostly like the old heads who consider it. That that's way. what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, I mean, granted, there's like some some like I don't people know, it, just don't like change. It's not necessarily don't like change. I mean, 
not used I could, to I could see why a lot of I mean for a while I, I didn't even think of it like I didn't want to accept it as real hip hop until I realized what people resonate with it um, how it pushes the culture forward um, and what people mess with it how, how people co-sign on it and I mean for a while there you know Especially back in the 90s and kind of, I mean, once I, I think when I really started accepting it, I started like look back on like my music listening and like stuff that I listened to like in the early 2000s and it was basically all like hyphy, like turning up and stuff yeah. and how there wasn't any lyrical proudness. Snap your or, fingers. Yeah. I used to slap that song all the time. You can do by yourself. Exactly. And how, like, how old were we when that was going on? Middle school. Exactly. Wow. And it's like, no one's going to say... Lil John isn't a real hip hop artist. Yeah. But the fact he didn't have lyr- he didn't have lyrical prowess, he didn't have um anything except a lot hooks of uh, except ad-libs. hooks, ad libs and, and beats. Like but, but are we gonna say that he's not real hip hop? Like Yeah. He had, saying, he very much had a long ass run and he had definitely stamped the culture. He put a lot of Oh, uh, he put it he definitely put a stamp yeah, on the culture. He put he put a lot to the culture, so yeah. so people people complain. But kind of so back to the, to the thing. So is is beef important? Is it important that other rappers record diss tracks about other rappers? Yes, I, I personally think it's important. Um, I like it when. The, I don't even know if they're considered diss tracks, but, you know, like J Cole's nineteen eighty five, and YBN's. I can't remember his name. His reply, whatever. Yeah, his reply. That seemed to me like a debate. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, 1985. 1985 seems to me like a diss. Yeah. J, the, the response didn't seem like more of like a diss. Like, to me. Because 1985, to me, is like... I'm I'm very much talking about this one particular person. The, the response seemed to me more like... Um, about, like, the landscape of hip-hop. Like, he was talking about... Like, how we're talking about the older heads. So, like, yeah. he was talking about all the older heads. Yeah. And you can't really call that a diss when you're dissing. Because if so, then if you're dissing all the older heads, that's not a good idea. Because then well, you're talking about Jay and Nas and yeah. Kanye. But to me, I felt like 1985 was not necessarily diss, but basically guidance for all the younger heads. The only only reason I have an issue with that is because of like the history. Because I know like J. Cole. Because like, Little Pump was saying fuck J. Cole for a whole year. It, it There's a lot of people saying fuck J. Cole. But Little Pump kind of started it, though. He was like the first... It's him and Smoke Perp. Yeah, and him Smoke and Smoke Perp. And when Little Pump and Smoke Perp, they're like best friends. So that's like the same group to me still. Feel me? And the fuck Little Pump... The fuck J. Cole thing is what inspired the 1985. So even, even in the, the interview with Little Pump and J. Cole, it seems like when he was writing that... He wrote it to J- about Little Pump. Like he even says, like I love to see a black man get paid, but I didn't know if you were black at the time. So he's very much talking to Little Pump, like I didn't know you were black, but I wrote that line, and now I know that you're not black. Yeah, no, Little Pump ain't black. Yeah, but he's light skinned so you can't assume that he's not black. So I mean, uh, he went the safe route. Uh, <laughs> so that's why to me, 1985 is a, is a diss. Like you, he was he wrote that very much about one person. Um, but the man, landscape at the same time. I think... But it's not as much I, of a diss I, as like... I think disses really put a staple on the era of, of where hip-hop's at. Like, the big ones. Whether it's yeah. Tupac and Busy, Cole not... Uh, you say Cole. Tupac and Busy? 
Busy bone? I said busy. I <laughs> you thought said, I said busy. You said busy. Too fucking no, busy. I, I I thought I messed up when I said Nas and cool. I meant Nas and Jay Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Over messing um, up all the greats and all. <laughs> Yeah. No, those those were historic beasts in every like you're right. Everyone has it was a different landscape when Tupac and Biggie went at it, when Nas and um, Jay Z went, went at it. Um, was there any other ones like in the early 2000s? Oh yeah, the, I mean there, there there was a ton, but they weren't as. Fifty big. Cent have beef. Yeah, Fifty, 50 Cent had the beef with with Rick Ross and with the game. With the game, yeah. yeah. The, the game. one with the game was pretty because people got shot over that one. Yeah. Feel me? When you have beefs. Um, Jeezy and Gucci Mane. People 50 died. Cent, Fifty Cent and Kanye had beef. Oh yeah, but that was that was more like press beef though. Yeah, like I'm, gonna, was, I'm gonna outsell you. Kind yeah, of it wasn't actually like feel me like when you like the Jeezy and the Gucci like that's when beef is like because when you get street people involved, it's kind of it's it's, it's a little scary because you never know what it can kind kind of turn into. Like feel me like good like I can't remember. Yeah, Jeezy's like Jeezy's best friend died. Over the Gucci main beef, like feel me, like so that's geez. that's when it's too far. That's when it's too serious. Yeah. So beef is good if it's. I feel like if it stays completely on rap, and like for me, I feel like beef is good because, like fans, like like check this, like the Drake fans. There's some Drake fans who are like, okay, they're very much enthralled in this, but there's a certain amount of Drake fans who absolutely, maybe until and before the story of Adidon. Feel me when it was just the do on um, the Duppy freestyle and mm-hmm. infrared, they could probably care absolutely less that Drake is beefing with anybody. They just yeah. want God's plan. They just want nice for what. So this, so in their eyes, Drake is still like this picture perfect person. Yeah. But people who like, if you just Google him, like really do an intense Google search, gonna be like, oh, there's this and there's this and there's this mm-hmm. and there's this. And so I feel like with this, it's kind of like exposing that um i feel like that's kind of what i, I kind of like that yeah that. and i mean especially when it comes to drake i mean the fact that he is so mainstream and pop rap yeah i think that's made a lot of like i don't want to say real rappers but just a lot of just people who are in rap for lyricism for a whole bunch of other things um I feel like that's kind of like rubbed in the wrong way. The fact that he's been on top for so long, knowing these things about him, and and like people have tried and take like tried to take him down a notch, but yeah. he hasn't taken an L in forever, which is what I mean, which is what everyone's been saying. Yeah. I can't so, say that he has taken an L before. Yeah, like a real L. Like a real like that was a hard one for him. Yeah. Like Meek, he that was, that was him crazy. trying, but I mean, like, I, but I, I can't was, I can't think of an F where he like man that was a loss for Drake like. I mean, the only one who I, who I think could have gave Jake a loss was Rihanna. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, that was probably a, a personal L for him. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. But, you know, we barely, we barely remember that stuff because, you know, he does a really good job of keeping his personal brand out in the forefront of, I'm this... I'm this pop guy that does nothing wrong besides make great music. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, his whoever is on his marketing team is genius. Yeah. Is genius. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That they do. That they do. But like I'm saying, it's pretty important. Yeah. As long as it doesn't escalate too much. Yeah. Um. We don't get you shot and stuff like that. Yeah. 
because it does leave some pretty juicy stuff. I'm not a big yeah. fan of watching drama shows or getting too right. involved in drama. But right. when I see like Drake send an invoice to, <laughs> to them, <laughs> I can't help but laugh. Yeah, it's just like in King Pettiness, but I love it. I love it. The the fucking, it's, it's fucking, yeah, the audacity. And started rap before I saw you like that. So, I mean, there's, there's hella shit. I'm, so, I'm like in a mix between this, like, do I want to talk about, like, almost like gossip shit or like stuff to help artists and stuff like that? Well, just one more gossip thing I want to touch on before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we could talk about, uh, I don't even know if I want to touch on that. I mean... You're talking about our favorite boy band? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing, too. I, I haven't heard nobody talk. I mean, I... I, I, uh, I haven't heard nobody really talk about that stuff. Uh, let's let's talk about it. Because um, I feel like it is important. Um, for people who don't know, um, if anybody is... A, if you're a fan of Brock Hampton, if you have their Instagram or their social media, I don't know how it's not... How you don't know that. Um, but it's, been, it's been a sad week. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a sad week. So there's this... Um, Amir Van Buren, I think is his name. I just know Amir Van. Yeah, um, he got he got kicked out of the group for sexual misconduct. He, there's a, some accusations floating around. Um, kicked out of the group, canceled their whole tour. They're yeah, delaying the their, their their U.S. Album. tour. Yeah, and they're delaying their album. Yeah, they're delaying Puppy. Um, apparently, they when they performed the tracks, they would stand there in silence during his verses and stuff like that. Except Merlin. Except Merlin. I saw Merlin. a video of it. Yeah. And it was just. It was sad as hell. Yeah, yeah. except Merlin. Yeah, except like Mar- yeah. But but something that I read was uh, Merlin and Amir used to do like a dance to that one song. Yeah. Together, mm. and he was just doing the dance without Amir. Yeah. So I was like, everyone's just in the comments like, oh, everyone's sad, and then there's Merlin, and then there's Merlin. Yeah. And, it was just like, and then I read that I was like, oh, it's actually a lot sadder. <laughs> if I if I ever seen Merlin sad in person, I would just go walk up to him and give him a hug. Like, bro, you were like one of the happiest people I've seen. Like what's what fucked up your day? Don't call me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but I mean it's sad. But like if it, it like when it was all when he told me about it, and then like he told me because I don't know Brock. I know Kevin Abstract face. I know Merlin. That's like the only people I know. Like okay, off bat. But when he told me who it was, I was like, watch it be homeboy. I kind of knew it was gonna be him. Like when you listen to his lyrics, he's a lot more violent than everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> I mean, you told me when uh, we were talking about it. It's just like. He's super calm, but he just has like some like dark lyrics. Even though it doesn't sound dark, like the the beat of it, the flow of it, just kind of sounds like happy and stuff. But the but the rhymes and the content of it is like dark. it's dark <laughs> yeah. for for it's to match what everybody else is on. Yeah. Like bro, like you you're like a meaner Vince Staples or some shit. Like, I don't I don't even <laughs> it, it, it confused it almost confused. I thought it was in the group for like almost like a like a. Well, wow factor or some shit. I was like, how are they? But his very his voice is so unique; it always stands out. So I was just like, I like your your tone of voice. So almost, which is fucked up. I, I was almost like excusing. But then it's also tough because if it was an album yeah, by himself, too. yeah. But since I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to listen to men slapping girls with guns in 2018. Like that's mm-hmm. like uh, we passed. You rapped about that. He, he he dude. If you run back the Brockhampton shit, he says he's he says some violent shit about women in his songs. Oh damn! If you run the shit back, I've only been recently. I've only been listening to, like the big singles like Gold and uh, Boogie. Yeah, Boogie. slap 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 saturation one. Slap the album. He 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 says he says but some shit. Putting guns in girls' it, mouths and shit. What? That's. 
Jeez. But it feel me, but it's on an album surrounded but, by all this positivity. It's like, do I skip the whole track? Man. Do I skip the album? But, I'm not I'm not defending his actions whatsoever because I mean the only one that I saw that was like um I mean, because granted, we don't know if the accusations are true or not. I'm still in the camp of proven until innocent, uh, guilty. I mean, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, right, right. But I think the fact that they did decide to remove him from the group shows that they did their research and stuff came back true. I'm not going to comment on basically the actions and whatnot. But are we going to get mad at his lyricism and stuff when basically there's a whole, there's a lot of the genre that talks about that kind of stuff yeah because when you have someone else in the group who tweeted like a year before like i'm not fucking with that stuff like they've like it seems like the group has been very vocal on like how we're talking i think i don't know i don't know if it was on the podcast or just kind of different words like the misogyny and rap music like mm-hmm. it's, it's hella funny like the rap music in general like the culture because everything that like we're like fighting for as like the progressive like counterculture like we f- we're like go with it hella hard at the same time. Like, hyper-masculinity, patriarchy, like, all that shit is, I feel like, almost, like, twice as fold within hip-hop. Feel me? So it's like, a, as as a culture of hip-hop, if we're really like, oh, fuck Trump and fuck everything he stands for, mm-hmm. how, how, how much do we really mean that? Feel me? Because the Trump stuff is also about patriarchy. I don't, I don't think hip-hop's ready to give that up yet. Brockhampton, to me, was a group that was very vocal about being against all of that stuff on their Twitter, by individual members. And so for an artist to, in a group, I, I, I kicked, I mean, me and, me and a, a member in, in the group that with Purple Lotus, we, we just based off mentality, we couldn't be in the same group anymore. So if that was, personally, if that was my group, I'd be like, bro, these verses don't make sense with the group, with the brand. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make no sense at all. That's just well, personal. That's just personally me being in a group with people. No, that's true, and that's you because yeah. uh, you got to think from their standpoint. Not only do they keep all his verses in and feature him a lot, they put him on like the front of damn Three man, every album. Homeboy was homeboy. It's, it's that's why they had to regroup. If you if you got if you got rid of the um the there's there's two white guys. Not the not the the, the smaller guy, the bigger guy. Kevin. No, not, not Kevin. No, Kevin's a black guy. No, what's his name? Jobo. Yeah, the, yeah. If they got if they got rid of him, they wouldn't have to regroup. They would keep going on tour. That boy can sing. Boy can sing. He, who's, who's the other one? I forget his name. He's dope. I feel like they would have to regroup if they got rid of him, though. Yeah, the white dude. The, uh, yeah, they'd have to for surely regroup. Yeah. He yeah. Can, he can sing. He got bars. He's, He's got. got that dude is versatile. He is versatile. And I saw and I listened to his like solo project before Brockhampton. That boy got pipes, dog. See, I didn't even know he had a solo project. I got a yeah. did stuff with It's like All American something or I forget what I forget what the name of it. But it's dope. All American boy or something. Uh-huh. It's cool. It's cool. That's fire. I peeped that out. Yeah. So I guess that kind of goes into like what do you do cuz it's cuz it's from from their post it sounds like this had been a problem. This didn't just come up overnight. It seems like it, it was it's in the camp. Across. They were trying to work it out. And it didn't work out. And it was just like, you're, it seems like you're going to keep doing this. We've got to kick you out. So almost so, how, how do you... 
Cause well, I, do you think it was something that was that kept being a problem, or do you think it was something that happened like with the Me Too movement, where stuff have happened in the past, it got brought to light, and because it got brought to light, it, it the situation needed to be handled. Based off, this is just off the one press release that they released from it. Yeah, it I seems mean, like it was an ongoing thing. Like okay. it, it said, like we we tried to work on it, and it it wasn't popping. Okay. Yeah. No. And then that's where I could definitely see your. Basically, your mentality of conflicting group ideas and everything yeah. not happening. Like, we tried, bro. <laughs> I don't even... So, I guess that kind of goes to, like, what do you what do you almost do with that? Like, it's it sucks, like... Like, um... When your brand gets tarnished by some shit kind of out of your control, like... I, how, how do you think they're going to be able to bounce back from this? Because, like you said, yeah. he was such a unique voice. He was the... Fu- he was the face on it. Stoke music. Sure. I still people people who have done actual bad things have bounced back with good music. I, and that's almost like the sad thing about <laughs> music. Is yeah, it's, it's just like, oh, you were a bad person. Well, you better drop some heat. I bet. Hey, if Kanye drops his album on Friday and the Kid Cudi album after that, how long you think people are gonna keep hating Kanye? Not for long. He's dropping it Friday. Yeah, but the, this is the only thing where I put it in quotes because I haven't seen this picture, but I know it exists. There's a picture of Kanye in Wyoming with like, it's like a vision board or whatever. And it's each, each album. Feel me? It's like, okay, these songs are on this album. These songs on this album. Them, apparently the list didn't look um, very complete. There was like, okay, oh, the Nas album is done, but it only has like two tracks on it. So this, so this is where people are having doubt about those albums. Real quick, you said it was in Wyoming? Kanye's in Wyoming right now making beats. Why in Wyoming? <laughs> because he, he because after the um, I go to Wyoming every year. There's nothing in there. That's exactly why he's in the Wyoming in the mountains making beats. Huh. Dude, I've been in the mountains, bro. That's I mean, I've been in the Wyoming mountains. That's probably the best place to get your head straight. I mean, yeah, I go there every year in my yeah yeah. I go there for like a week where there's like nothing, and I get my head straight. Yeah. Nice. yeah. So it's rather you think it's better to be there or in Calabasas to make beats to be focused in general. Oh. oh, most definitely Wyoming. Exactly. If you want to get focused, you need to get your, you need to go to Montana. That's the That's focus state. <laughs> That's the focus state. I was about to say. So that, yeah, so he so, I so I haven't seen it, but but right right after that list came out, that's when Pusha T was like, no, my album's dropping on Friday. Cause it was so there was like a full. 24, 48 hours of this that Friday? Talk. No, last Friday. No, last Friday. Because yeah. all this stuff happened last week. So everybody was like doubting like, yo, them for his albums that's supposed to come out, those lists don't look very complete. Feel me? And outside of Kanye saying Pusha T album is coming out, this is at the time. I, I, now we know all this stuff came out. But at the time, Def Jam hadn't confirmed that there was a Pusha T album and neither had Pusha T. So people were like, oh, well, I mean, Kanye's been kind of crazy. And all the tweets about the albums were before all the crazy shit. So we don't know these albums are actually coming out. But Pusha T's album actually coming out kind of gives me confidence that hopefully everything else will come out as well. Yeah, I don't know. I heard some crazy conspiracy stuff about this Kanye album. About the album? Huh? We haven't even got to the album yet. How is there conspiracy theories? Mainly because of all the stuff Kanye's been doing. The fact that Kim has... uh, uh, now, now talk to Donald Trump and stuff 
Apparently, I heard about that. About prison reform. Yeah. About, about yeah. prison reform. And, because uh, I have no idea what she talked to him about. I mean. You ain't never been to prison. You don't even know nobody else. Yeah. Well, she went there to, like, vouch for somebody to, like, oh, use your presidential pardon. But, oh, yeah, I did hear uh, about that. But it's like, how are you an expert on prison reform? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Why are you, I mean, granted, every every movement needs a needs a champion to, to back it and stuff. Look, Kim but, ain't the one. She ain't the one. That's she the last one. resort. Man. Yeah, she ain't. Um, her, her dad's lawyer knowledge is not about to come in hand. Uh, that stuff ain't genetic. But, no. um, I don't know, just with him, like, tweeting everything... Like, uh, cause my friend is like big time into the, um, into like the conspiracy realm, if you will. Oh, hell yeah. And, I uh, love that. he was like, yeah, apparently Kanye's about to just like release like some government secrets. Cause apparently this document's supposed to come out near, near the beginning of June that like <laughs> basically puts all this stuff on blast. And now, uh, Kanye is going to also speak about it and bring it to the forefront of the public. I was like, power uh, to him if he does. Like, if he does. <laughs> if he does. I mean, that'd be cool. I I I I'll be highly surprised if he does. Yeah. There is cause there's this one song, um, Black Skinhead. Yeah. I thought he was gonna do that with, cause in the um in the in the last verse he's like, and the D A is like in the D E A teamed up with the such and such and such, um with the such and such and such. I'm about to let all y'all cats out the bag. So after Black Skinhead, I'm like, let it loose then. Let the pop let educate me. There was no the education public, no. after that. that when did that come out? Jesus movie. Right? Black Skinhead? That was on Yeezus. Yeezus, yeah. That was that experimental. See, that's a good-ass album, too. They, well, they, they shut him up or something. We ain't gonna get any conspiracies yeah, today. Yeah, conspiracies and shit. There's, there's a lot of... I can't even think about what I would do if I had that much money. Check out our new podcast, All Long Conspiracies. No. All Long Conspiracies. <laughs> All that shit. So, man, there's... Kanye's definitely... Um, 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 hold on. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous over texting people. Um, um, how do you spell Omar? Omar? Yeah, I never heard it. O M A R. O M A R. That's Omar. That's what I. That's what you said. I said Omar. Oh, Omar. <laughs> you said Omar. Is that a French way to say? I know how to spell Omar. Just put the little thing over the eye. I can delay. Like, like, like Omar. You guys never seen an Omar before? Nah, enlighten, enlighten the audience, please. An, om, an Omar is a fancy cabinet. Oh. oh I'm sorry. Bougie? Why? No, I'm not bougie. I got, I got, I got, I got stuff like that. I got an Omar. Why, why did you like say it like that though? Like, you don't know what an Omar is? <laughs> because it's like, Omar. It's a fancy cabinet. How do y'all not know this? Because we say it at Granite Bay a lot. Do we? Oh. <laughs> do we? Yes. We do. The candies are in the Omar, in the Colts, the cancels. Every time Kelly says that to me. Oh my lord. You know, I, there's a lot more I should have learned there. My that's years, but... yeah. That's why I was looking at you when I said it, not looking at Nico. <laughs> Either way, so there's a lot of interesting ways to um. People call it this. People call the 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 tweeting marketing. You know the. If you, I don't know if you guys have heard about the Nicki Minaj Eminem thing. I don't know a lot about it. Oh my it, god! But I'm not trying to get into that. No, don't. So that's that's a different way of marketing. <laughs> it's the best part about that. 
It was me and my saw that was like, just imagine how fast they argue. So imagine how, yo, Eminem, Eminem's talk. I love. I like that Eminem has been on a song already talking about sticking things in Nicki Minaj's butt. Like, like that was that was on Bad Meets Evil. Uh, Feel me? So he's so if they are together, which I doubt they are. He's probably he's been like you know how long I've been wanting to stun to stick stuff in your butt since this song since this the song audacity even before that song I was trying to keep this podcast clean <laughs> so in 2018 um, what do you think is a good way to market things because people try the album drops people realize that they're not Beyonce now people are going back to the album rollouts you know what do you think is a press runs people are still doing press runs. Some people aren't doing press runs. Some people still freestyle on radio. Some people don't do freestyles no more. Hmm. So as far as marketing your album, especially I feel like in the hip hop world, I mean the R&B world and everything like that as well. But Like, like me and my friend talked about, it, it, it all depends on where you're at. If you're someone that needs, and just needs eyes on you, if you're someone coming up, you need to pump out content. You need to get on those freestyle radios. You need to get everywhere you can so you can get more eyes on you. If you're somebody that already has like a built-up fan base and you're now on the, and now you're on the, you're on the, I just need to check what time it is. Perfect. Um, and now you're on the side of quality, then you're marketing something completely different. Because what me and my friend talked about the other day was basically, you could be someone like Russ who puts out just a whole bunch of content all the time, making sure he's always in people's minds, making sure he's always in front of people's eyes. Or you can build a whole marketing thing off one song like Childish Gambino, hmm. if it's good enough quality. Yeah. So it all depends where you're at, what you're trying to do, and if you're just trying to build a fan base to start up, if you're just trying to change the culture, if you're trying to speak on something, like it all depends on where you're at and you have to take that personal inventory and see where you are as an artist where you're trying to go and how now do you want to build it up i feel like that kind of goes more into like the mentality of an artist so and not like where you're at though because i mean because i kind of kind of go back to the rust thing is how like rust has a platform now and he still ain't changed the, his formula and even since childish gambino stepped in the game his his thing has never been about. I mean, granted, be his his case is a little different. It's hard to say that because he didn't come up through rap. He came out. He came up through something else, and was rapping kind of through the whole thing. And so he, I feel like he's not kind of like the of like a excellent example. Russ, I feel like is a is a great example, but at the same time, but then it also kind of goes into like maybe his his quality of content. But I never hear Russ like in like serious rap discussions. I don't know anyone who's just like, if you're talking about like hip hop or like rap on a serious note, I don't ever hear his name come up. I don't feel like even- Well, cause, he, cause he's, on the, he's on the Drake train right now being memed and stuff. Like- Yeah, Lil Pump can, did say that. He brought Russ it out saying fuck rap. Russ. Russ can rap. But like, nobody cares. Cause- Cause he's poppy as hell. Not all the time. A lot of his shit is hella pop. This, then this is what kind of we're talking about. Like we're back in the, or like with the, with the, um, the Dicky thing. It just like with Drake. People don't care about Drake rapping. His fan base does not care about Doopy freestyle. They do not care about six p.m. in Calabasas. That shit could concern them less. They care about nice for what? God's plan. 
So when, when I thought about catchy. yeah, Russ's fan base, his 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 hard body fan base, I don't think cares about him rapping. And anybody that cares about rap does not care about Russ. That's a, that, those are two very bold statements. I, it is a very bold statement, and again, I've, I've there, there there probably some people are, but like some people, I feel like that like that real like I just never. I never heard of him like being like, oh man, this might be an up and coming. Like he's not in the same conversation as Vince Staples mm-hmm. or Joey Badass. Well, when you talk about Vince Staples and Joey Badass, you're talking. I mean, the, the conversations around them are they're going to be one of the greats. Yeah, they're not saying. I, I don't. Russ isn't. I don't know. No one who's just like, oh, he's going to be one of the greats. I think he's going to make an impact. I think. On what? On what? I mean, of Russell, like impact. How doing like people cop like I don't people might copy the rust, but what is the rust style to copy? What is like when I hear rust, I don't hear like this is this is some style that only rust can rust can do. I mean, style wise, I mean to be honest, I was I, the thing that really kind of turned me on the rust was on that I was on that IDK song. With Joey Badass and Russ, and I felt Russ out rap Joey Badass. How many Russ fans are listening to that? Three. Like, 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 like Russ is like, I'm gonna go and spend like a hundred dollars on Russ gear and like all that stuff. Like, to me, that's a branding thing. Like, Russ is trying to get into the IDK fan base, which is smart. That's the same reason why Future is on Ariana Grande's album. Or why. Why does it have to be he's just trying to get on that? Why can't it why why can't it be he's just trying to show that he can that he can spar with the big boys? He can spar with the Joey Badass, he can spar with the IDKs. No, yeah, he and he is he is showing that for surely. But I'm saying that's not a song that he's gonna be performing in concert. Like that's not saying like the like the people who really like 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 the people who who do consider Russ the top artist, feel me? I don't I wouldn't want to be in a room with that person. But the person who does say that, like, oh, Russ is, like, the best out right now, do you think that they're listening to that song? They listen to, I think they're listening to what they want. All his, all his songs that have gone platinum and gold are singing songs. Hmm. I don't know, no rap, no, oh, this is me spitting bars, and it goes that, and it does that, that good. But, so here's my question, is if we do recognize... Pop, hip hop, pop rap, yeah, as a part of it, yeah. And we can recognize people like Drake, and you know, there's a lot of them now. But we can recognize people like Drake and stuff. Why is it that this one dude, Russ, is pr- is like pretty singled out as like, oh, he's never gonna be a good rapper. He's never gonna be this. Why is he getting the amount of hate that other rappers in that in that circle aren't? In the pop rap category, yeah. Who else is in the pop rap category besides Russ and? Um... And Drake. Turn on the radio, dog. But those are all like mainstream artists. Like they have, they have a, they have a I story. Mean, not, I mean, Migos has a story. Those are real artists. They talk about. Oh, 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 I'm not, I'm not yeah. talking about Migos. Migos is a whole different. Yeah, Migos is a whole different yeah, story. That's a whole different story. And is sure. Russ even on the radio? Not even. He, I mean, he was. He was. Was. Yeah. That's the emphasis on the was. Was. I'm going with. Was. I'm gonna. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm gonna guarantee I, that he's gonna be back on the radio. I don't know. Probably when I when I so when much. I think about, I don't consider him a radio artist. Like you, like Drake is a radio artist. Like there, you don't you can't turn on the radio and not hear no Drake song. Mm-hmm. You can't not hear a Rihanna Repeatedly. song. 
Feel me? Like, even Childish Gambino, he's becoming a radio artist. Like, he has three songs that have been on the radio. 305, 3, Redbone, and now this one. So he's becoming... Russ was at least, like, two on. How A year ago? Who is Russ, though? That's the thing. Like, I don't remember, like... That's the... That's so how, how I don't remember any of it, like any of his big singles. So though. how big is his impact? And like, he's not, he's not changing the formula. So yeah. how well? I mean, how? Uh, I don't know. Why I'm I just don't so see much. the. I just don't see any cultural impact that Russ is doing. I don't I, like like right now. Even though like Drake does hella poppy music, there's a whole legion of people who are like Drake's hard body. Drake's a hard body rapper. Like I got my style from Drake. Feel me? There's a lot of people who are like that. I don't see in 15 years, and maybe some people will, but I probably won't slap their music either. It'll probably be so far poppy, it'll be like, that's, that's just pop music at this point. I don't see Russ putting out that, like that, that like an 808s and Heartbreak, a take care and be like, yo man, that project. But does every artist need to come out with something like that? To, <laughs> to consider to a legacy, a classic, and a top well, greatest? Well, well, you gotta have something. Well, what are we arguing at this point? Because I... I like, it started out just like, oh, he's not, like, a good rapper. He's not, like, a good anything. No, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not saying that. It's just the He's a good sing. He has a knack for melody. Point. He can rap. Okay. He can mix his own shit. Yeah. That's, he, he can do all of that. Okay, yeah, that's... Okay, well, I'm really yeah. confused what we were arguing. I'm talking about his cultural impact and if he's important. He I don't know how we got here, but, I'm, but I don't... I don't remember I don't how we got here. I don't remember how we got here. But we, started, we started talking about marketing, and then we went on this whole thing about marketing. Oh, right, marketing. So quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The quality, quality of, of Russ. The quantity. It's quality. Like, you're from- right. So you're right. So he does have a neck. I can say he does have a neck for melody. He does have a neck for rapping. But this, okay, so this is where it got me. Because like I said, like with Dickie, mm-hmm. his, the stuff that is, is, that is marketed the most or most put in front is his singing shit not his rapping so I, so is it's it's one well also his rapping is is cool but I'm not I'm not again I'm not putting him over Vince Staples I'm not putting yeah. him over Joey Badass I think they will rap circles out of rust any day of the week even if even if they just woke up from an afternoon nap <laughs> honestly and then also it's just not it's not getting pushed like that in a in a in an age of streaming where it's like you don't even have to like like his singing stuff, it wasn't even like I decided that this is the single. So this is what you guys should listen to. Is he put out all those songs and that's what his fans naturally attended to. So I mean if his if, to me if his rap stuff was really that hard body, it would get the same amount of plays as the as his singing stuff. I don't think so. I think But we're in the age of choosing. Like I, that's I think we're in the age of choosing, but I think more people are gonna resonate with the whole Singing, singing, singing melody, catchy stuff rather than just hard body rap. There was a reason why when both Flatbush Zombies came out with an album that's just hard body rap, just a straight up rap album, and Cardi B's hella poppy, catchy, and everything came out, more people resonated. Even yourself were like, even you yourself. You can't compare Cardi B and Flatbush Zombies. That's two different levels. They're not even close. Two different levels, but I'm saying you're somebody that can appreciate all music. You were you were saying that you couldn't get through Flashbutt Zombie because it was a straight up rap album. That's because it was from them. Pusha T's a straight up rap album too. No singing. No problem. Listen to it all day. Okay. 
I, like I said, I've never been a big fan of Flatbush Zombies. Okay. I, they can, they can rap. I feel me. I, I'll tell someone that they can rap. Flatbush Zombies can rap. Their style is not my style. But I'm saying in the mainstream, more people are still gonna resonate with the singing, with the, the melody, sing, yeah. with the catchy, with the catchiness. Something they can just put on in their car and drive and not really think about. I don't it. see why people can't blend the both of it. Kendrick does it. Would you? Would and that's you? why he's able to. And that's reach that pinnacle. But that's because he, because he's fucking talented. That, yeah, see. he could, he has the ability to like do that. Like I don't think Russ has the ability to make. Well, well, Classics back to that. Because <laughs> I don't know. My question is, would you consider now King Kunto, you know, a pop rapper now? Because of Damn. Yeah. And pretty much skyrocketed because, like, people people thought about, oh, wow, Tupac Butterfly was, you know, an Like Avant Garde or some and shit. And that was, like, you know, not a lot of his songs were were coming out of the radio until Damn yeah. was, like, to be honest, pretty much marketed so, as a pop. Yeah. Hip Hop DX did a really good dissection of it where um, there was like three tiers: hip hop, hip hop, and then and then what? 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 No, it was hip hop, pop rap. And that's the one, the yeah. Three Kingdoms one. Yeah. yeah. Cole and Kendrick. I remember that's watching that one. Yeah. video. And Kendrick was right in the middle, and that's and that's where I feel like where he's at, where he is blend, blending the singing with the rapping, and he is blending the catchy melodies with the hard body bars and everything. And still be able to be like, okay, you're not too pop, but. Yeah, that was an interesting argument. Coming because granted, be all of them are doing that. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake—they're all doing that. Yeah, but I think all... I think Kendrick and J Cole do it better than Drake because yeah. Drake to me he can't he can do both well, but he can't do it on the same song. No, he, he no sorry he can, up. but it's very rare. If you listen to like um, take uh, care, take care, then also the album right after take care. People don't talk about the album a lot. Nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. That was a good. He has some slappers on there. He he'll he'll sing the first half, and then on the back half of the beat, it'll the beat will change. He'll go to some rap shit. It'll be fly. Would you say if you're reading this is too late? Also, as part of that, if you're reading this too late, yeah, probably. There's some slappers on there. Legend, song of good song. Then after that. There was like what a time to be alive and yeah. shit kind of I don't know shit kind of got different I don't know, but it's like his early work was amazing. So kind of so it still kind of goes back to marketing is that like what's what's better like what's what's the way to do it I feel like is it better quality content because at the same time fuck how I feel Russ is popping he got popping in like a year fuck so fuck how I feel he's still selling out stadiums by himself. He still has three or four or five gold platinum singles. And that dude's younger than us too. Yeah, so. he's younger than us. His his album went plat his album went gold or platinum. It's not it's not hard to do. Off streaming numbers, I don't know if he had maybe he did have physical albums in the store. Maybe he didn't. So those are still accomplishments. That's that cult following. Feel me? Just like logic. That's that cult Chance following. Rap, Chance the rapper is on. Chance too. the different is I wouldn't consider him in the I mean he does have a cult following, but I don't I don't put him in the same box as Logic and Russ. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't think you put Logic and Rose on the same in the same box. Granted, I know he's been doing his thing differently, but I think I think we were saying before. I I can almost guarantee there's people picking up picking up Logic's style and be like, yeah, like I like I got my style from like Logic and stuff. Like listening to his shit back in the day, when his shit was just straight fire. Like you cannot say that like yeah, Logic can. can't fucking rap his ass off. I can. Ra- can. I can say he can. I can, he he can rap his ass off. He he definitely can. Granted, I don't. I don't think that his style is because his style is not his style. He he his logic doesn't to me his his style is not like oh man this is some. He I, he he know I feel like logic knows how to rap two ways slow and really fast. 
not slow, but like slower and really fast. Like he raps when he raps really fast. He sometimes he's not even on beat anymore. He's just like rapping fast. He's syncopating. Yeah. That's that's like that's cool. But I'd rather have you be in the pocket. Which he can do. Which he which he has shown. And but I think I think especially right now. I know back in the day there was a lot of more like faster rappers and stuff. But I think like right now. His style is uniquely Logic's, to be honest. Like, especially back, especially back in the day, kind of shit. Well, back yeah, back in the day, that was like 2010, 2012. Most here, look, most Logic fans don't even know that material. The Bobby Tarantino. Most, most Bobby Tarantino, like like the Young Sinatra. Sinatra. Young Sinatra. That's, that's the thing with any. That. That's the thing with anybody. Yeah, but we're we're music crackheads. Mm-hmm. That's different. That's the same reason why people Kendrick Lamar. People a lot of people don't know Section 80. Kendrick Lamar is way bigger than Logic. People don't know about Section 80. People don't know about the Kendrick Lamar EP. Yeah. So they don't know about Logic rapping like that. Hmm. His two, his some people probably didn't even hear his name until the 1800 song. So they're, they're probably like, "Oh, that suicide rapper." Like that's some. This is real conversation. This is real talk. Some people only probably know that song from him. So if, if that's the only song I know from Logic, he ain't no rapidy rapper to me. That's funny. He's he's positive. Rap. <laughs> he's po- he's a positive rapper. Yeah. But he's not like oh yeah he's not but he's not I'm not putting him in my top five. I mean I would say it's hard to put him in the top five. Yeah, but I ain't never putting Logic in my top five. No. I'm just he's hating. On, I'm just I'm hating on everybody this podcast. <laughs> I, he wears ball. Let's practice something else. Who do you like? Who do I like, man? I like, I like, I like Pusha T. I like Sai Hyder Prince. I like Kendrick Lamar. I like J Cole. I like Mick Jenkins. I like Vince yeah. Staples. Like, like people who are making like real intense <clears throat> music, creative music. Why about Joyner Lucas? I don't fuck with Joyner Lucas. Really, really, I don't fuck with Joyner Lucas. Interesting. I haven't heard any like his stuff is cool, but I haven't heard anything that's like. Oh, bro, I have to check out your album right now, bro. Does like, he have an album? I don't know. That's how that's uninterested thing, I've yeah. been. I hadn't even looked up if he has an album. He might, and like his whole, and he signed to Nas. And he can rap his, he can rap. I think, I don't know, for him, I think it's just like. It's the quality of. It's the, yeah, I think maybe I just, I don't know. Dr- I don't know, drug dealer music. Sometimes I like Would it. Did you put Tyler on, on your face? Hell yeah. Good. That's correct. That's to me. I think maybe it's a maybe it's also because I'm a producer as well, where you have like if you have dope as lyrics over the same beats as everybody else. His production, I don't know, like the way his mind works is how I like to you know put my mind to work and to think about it as a canvas. Yeah. And so that's why I also love his lyricism, even if it's the most goofiest thing. Yeah, and I mean, like he's. I haven't heard one verse from him that's like, man, he sucks, bro. No, this. I, all the verses I've heard from him are like, damn. You did it. You did that. You did a good job. Yeah, well, that's great stuff too. We've Especially gotten so off topic. <laughs> well, hey, hey, bro, hey, this, this is what happens when you don't have a guest. This, this is true. how you transition into different topics. It there just, wasn't. There wasn't shit to talk about anymore. <laughs> it's more of just our subjective things. Yeah, yeah, really, really. The truth is, we haven't like seen each other in like two weeks. We we've been working, busy, like going out of town. And Finals, shit. And stuff. Was yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's finally. It's a I feel like there's down. a lot to be, like, especially in hip hop that we 
could uh, talk about. But we talked. We, we touched on some big stuff. But yeah, no. Yeah, we, did, we just we were this basically this was just, uh, this was us catching up like one of Shit, our like daily one of our daily like conversations. That's why I was trying to hide as much as like stuff to talk about with y'all like music no, wise. No, I don't hide it, bro. Now. Oh yeah. That's yeah, right. because like I didn't want to waste like outside of the podcast. No, but also I mean like we gotta realize I mean this is not getting something to talk about off the podcast, but like almost like why do we have a podcast? Like, cause I mean, cause we can we can we can sit here every week and talk about like right. the T of the week. Feel me? What That's albums cool. drops and you know what happened? You know, like have you guys heard about Morgan Freeman? Yeah, I heard about that. Feel me? Like we could talk sad. about. You feel me? We could talk about that kind of stuff all day. But what? But ain't all that? Isn't that what all the other podcasts are talking about too? Yeah. True. No. Uh, I I know what this is about, and we can yeah we'll definitely talk about it. It's about that. monkeys and bananas. And if people don't know that they're endangered, no. <laughs> bees just went on the endangered list, dog. Dang, man, chimpanzees are endangered. Fuck the music. Every chimpanzees are endangered. If you ain't making music about endangered one. chimpanzees, bro, I don't want to hear it. If your beats don't don't have chimpanzee samples in it and banana samples. What's a, what's a banana, a banana sample? sample? I, I knew you were going to ask will, that question. I will smash a, bana- a banana. A, a banana sample, yes. Yeah, samples like smashing bananas, it. peeling bananas, people falling on bananas. Banana samples. <laughs> Bananagrams. Right, I think we're going to leave it there. <laughs> yeah, he might be like, mm, that podcast episode 10 was kind of weird. They should have guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need some direction. They don't know what they're doing. They should have a creative director. We should have a person in that in the chair. We should get Lacey in here and just be like, that don't really match. Nah. No offense, <laughs> no, no offense to Lace, but Shout out to Lace. She she could she could definitely just hop in the conversation and just like we can go on like fifty different more tangents. Oh bro, I, for, I forgot about that. Yeah. We gotta get something but like a turtle. What? What? <laughs> a bearded dragon. Like a turtle that knows how to work a computer. It'll be so slow though. <laughs> ah! Like, right. bro, we've been on topic for ten minutes. Slow ass turtle. Right, yeah, I think we're gonna leave it on a bad pun. Uh, <laughs> anything? Else? I mean, real, real quick. Anything else? Anything? The beach showcase. This the beach coach. Yeah, we got the beach. But I mean, by the time this comes out, the beach showcase would already happen. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's what tomorrow. It's on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Two yeah. days, man. Ill prepared for it. It's okay. Ill prepared, baby. No, fun. just uh, been for content. I booked all the acts for the second one. Wait, you have... You thought this beat showcase was going to be a one thing? Well, I no, I didn't think it was a one thing. Yeah, I booked all the acts. I know for sure we were going to do a second one. Yeah, I booked all the acts already. Ooh, this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Keep me motivated. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like I guess, I guess it kind of forces me to become a better DJ. I guess. But me too. I'm a better performer. And making better beats for people to just go and nod their heads to and everything. Yeah. Alright, yeah. We need to sign off. We ain't <laughs> talk about anything anymore. <laughs> We're talking about making beats. So this, this is probably the one thing on the podcast that actually probably applies to other... Not, I guess not. We weren't talking about the process of making beats. How to make your beats better. We were just talking about making beats. Well, we didn't get to get that. That would be part, for yeah. another podcast. No, no, we talk about the process of things. That'll, that'll be the next podcast. I think that would be a, a lot more podcast. value coming to your next podcast. It's a good podcast. No, this one's amazing. Yeah. I love this one. This is one of my favorites. Yeah, this one's hella good. It's called. It's called. It's glad to 
It's called No Love Shits on Everybody. <laughs> the haters. It's, it's, this is the podcast called No Love Hates on White Artists. <laughs> the No Love Haters. <laughs> this is the No Love hey, Haters. Hey, speaking, hey, speaking on white artists, Mac Miller drops some new music. That was dope. See? That's dope. That's per- yeah. that's a person making a cultural impact. That's yeah, he's great. Uh Alright, we need to end this because I want cause I wanna yeah, because we could just uh, talk for another hour. <laughs> okay, real quick, what what's it since I was something on your mind. What's the difference between Mac Miller and Russ? What's the difference? Yeah, cultural impact wise. I'm, I'm, have you have you heard Mac Miller's beats? Have you yes. heard the divine femininity? Yes. Jeez. That's that's a project like what other project sounds like the divine femininity? Nobody. Nothing, bro. Mac Miller dropped shit that sound like Mac like like Mac Miller. Like you can't copy the Mac. His own stuff. No, like yeah, like he, yeah. It'll sound like maybe like a hint, like yeah, because you can't go too left field in music. You have to be. If you go too, if you go too right, you go too left, you fuck. But if you in the middle, you sound like somebody, everybody else. He's he's good at at like this is the sound, but this is my sound. I'm gonna meet you halfway and come up with some totally fresh new shit that you haven't heard. I'm gonna stop defending Russ. It's never gonna work. With you, <laughs> All right, so. nah. Until he come up with some crazy ass shit. I don't even like Russ that much. I don't know why I'm defending it. But he making money. I look to see you're black. Nah, he's not black. So <laughs> that was fucked up. I, oh my god, he would need to fire me. Um, so that was the podcast oh, episode cool. ten. Okay, he's going down. Peace. That's a- Peace.